0: They were defending for their lives, they're putting bodies on the on the line.
1: Woof. Hello and welcome to On and Off to Pitch. It's a Xmas pod chat with Bernie. That was Bernie saying woof. Uh I'm Rodney Cyrus and I'm joined by the one and only DM Withers. DM. How hey are you?
0: Rodney. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'm good. I'm not too bad. It, um
1: It's been I mean, I mean it we only spoke a moment ago, but it's been far too long since we've actually spoken, spoken.
0: Yes, it's it has been a while. Um I think the last time I really spoke to you was at Crystal Palace at the start of the season in, in person, a rare in person meeting. Um,
1: a- <laughs> I, I do I do exist.
0: Yeah, and and likewise. And likewise. <laughs>
1: yeah, it do exist. That's good. This good. Um but are you okay? Everything been going well for you?
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, not too bad. Just um yeah, I think so. I think everything's as fine as it can be. Right now in in everything's fine yeah it's pretty good you know I mean football wise absolutely delighted um having the time of my life at the moment
1: yeah I'll bet I'll bet you are it's a far cry from those WSL days that's for sure yeah,
0: yeah it's a, it's a very different mood I have to say
1: <laughs> it's good right let's just um go through what we're going to talk about today we're going to do a little bit of obviously the um championship so it's kind of a, a review preview when I hear about how things are going for Bristol and what you think of the league. Uh, We'll do a a WSL review in terms of the last round of games. And something that kind of came up about a week ago and it kind of reared its head again about player safety. I've got a question for what your thoughts on intruders on the pitch, the whole incident with Sam Kern, what's your take on it? And we've got to do a little bit of a promotion for Hold the Line, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's only fair yes yeah well, should, should we do that now or
1: we can we can do it now we can do it throughout the whole thing let's do it let's just do this promote the hell out of it
0: okay yeah yeah we we shall we shall
1: yes we shall right so, when yeah. are we, we go on go go for it go for it
0: well as i was gonna say like we're gonna do a hold the line i think on twitter spaces on on sunday night like after the yeah. game yeah so um after the 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 um next round of fixtures. So I think it will be on the um hold the line Twitter Twitter spaces. So if you can call in, that's a new thing for us. So get some reaction to the Christmas fixtures, the last round yeah. of Christmas fixtures.
1: Yeah, it's going to be very different because obviously we've used a different format before. We've used StreamYard, we've used the phone, the mobile phone. But you know, in terms of the games, everyone wants to be at a game. You know, Twitter Spaces yeah. seems to be the, the most viable option going forward. So so that's it. Uh, Shahan is in the house. Shahan, boom to you. Or woof from Bernie. Yeah,
0: yeah. Bernie's um, currently sleeping at the moment. So I will, when he when he gets oh up, I'm going to, he is sat here that's... next to me.
1: I don't know about that, being a host. You can't sleep on the job.
0: Yeah, it's, it is poor. I will. It's <laughs> I'll very, I'll very, very
1: poor. Very poor. Uh, right, okay, Okay. DM, seriously, um, how has it been for you as a Bristol fan experiencing the Championship so far this season? How's it been?
0: I think it's just been brilliant. I mean, like, absolutely having the time of our lives, and I think I was enjoying it even when we weren't, um, you know, kind of winning and smashing it every week. I was really enjoying the the competitiveness of it. And you know the the unpredictability of the league. I think with the the win against Sheffield United, which was mm. five five one or five two, um, yeah five one, uh, we just clicked into this invincible form. We just started to look in- invincible. I thought and like you know mean and clinical. And um, yeah, I'm just really enjoying it. I'm just I am. It's it's kind of awful because. I hated losing five nil and eleven eleven one and nine nil every week in the WSL, but I can I can see how you can get used to it and you can get kind of blasé about it and and sort of enjoy it. So yeah, I'm I am really enjoying it, and I just think you know as a football supporter, these kinds of moments don't come along very often, you know, for 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 the teams I support anyway. I think just got to enjoy it while you can really. Uh, cause there's yeah. a good, it's a good situation at the club and the, we've just got a beautiful balance of, of players really talented group um yeah it's just it's wonderful to be around there's a good really good energy there
1: yeah it's it's a, a, a would you say it's a 180 degree shift from where you were last last season yeah
0: yeah in in many in many different ways obviously having a different venue to play at as well um yeah completely different kind of coach completely different style of play i mean lauren smith smith is i was thinking about it today i think she must be a fantastic communicator because when you watch the bristol team everybody seems to really know what they're doing on the pitch everybody knows their roles and they're very disciplined and sort of stick to their roles and even with these new players coming in lots of young players coming in uh, they're able to do their roles as well, and so it sort of you know take on these different responsibilities within within the team. So for example, Jasmine Bull, um, who is a youth player who played, she's played for us uh, twice. I think she started twice um, against Lewis in the Continental Cup, and then Lewis in the in the FA Cup. And she just she was absolutely bossing it on the weekend in the middle of the park, s- spreading it out wide and just yeah really amazing really amazing so i think it's it's very it's very exciting that you know
1: it's quite it's 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 really good what you know we saw each other at the beginning of the season it was your the first game for bristol a defeat to crystal palace on a very difficult surface for you guys to be honest because you weren't used to it um and since then you know there has been improvements in the performances the results have been good i mean which which has been the best performance, for from your point of view. What has been the best game that you've watched from from your point of view?
0: Um, I think, I think it's that that like, game against Sheffield was really. I mean, the game against Black actually the best performance. I would say that they've just been getting better and, better and better. You know, the like the game against Blackburn was a real performance at Ashton Gate that you you would would say this is a a group of young players, you've got some older heads in the team like Satara Murray, she's late 20s, Melissa Johnson late 20s, but this is predominantly a very young team and they just absolutely fearless going and and smashing it at at Ashton Gate in front of a crowd of 3,000, no qualms about doing that and it was a brilliant performance. Um and I think that the actually the performance against Watford away, which was our first away win in the league, was very very impressive with one of the best goals I think I've ever seen live like Chloe Ball, the ball dropping from the sky for what seemed like an eternity and you know stroking at home on the volley into the far left corner and it was it was just a it was beautiful it really was a thing of beauty and I think actually since Chloe Ball came into the side, we've looked. Just it's just been the the kind of the cherry on top of the cake. She's been the difference maker because she's a she really like breaks up and plays at forward player and she's been bringing in goals from midfield alongside a very prolific Abby Harrison who's being supported very well by Melissa Johnson who is not necessarily banging in the goals but she's delivering assists and getting in all the right places. So it's it's um, yeah for me I think that actually for the Watford game was probably the most impressive.
1: Yeah and. What what I want to get from you in this is who's been the, the most difficult team that Bristol have faced?
0: Um, I, think, I think Durham at home was obviously very difficult. You know, I think from, from the view from within the club is that we didn't play very well that day. I actually think the best team that we played was Charlton away. And I think that was the best game. That was the best contest of the season. And we lost it quite late on 2-1 and actually really enjoyed that game. And I thought that they were they looked the most um, kind of tactically threatening and they, they pressed us very high. They they were very uh, antagonistic in their style of play and uh, they got the results and they kept on pressing and pressing and pressing. And I was quite surprised to find out that, you know, after that game, they their form totally disintegrated, it seemed, in the league. And it's just like, I would never see that coming because I just thought they were absolutely 100% you know going to be challenging at the top end of the table so i think that was they were at that moment in time which is a very championship thing they were the best team that we'd played
1: yeah and you know what i mean i went to uh watch them play as well and they, they they didn't do so well and i was thinking this is not the the team that i i'd watched on the fa player a very different performance and you know i suppose um it may be just not a step too far some people peak at different times in the season or teams peak at different times which has been interesting i'm i'm really interested to see um, to see how bristol get on in the next game Mm. which will be against london city lion lionesses uh and to be honest i think that might be the next time i actually see you in person because i'm planning on going to that game
0: yes yes brilliant that's going to be yes
1: I i mean i mean apart from seeing you It'll be, it's going to be one of those games in terms of the league table, because right now Bristol are fifth and there are 17 points, but they win that game and depending yeah. on other fixtures and results, they could go second.
0: Yeah. And obviously I think Liverpool's game has been postponed now, hasn't it? So... I didn't
1: know. Has it been postponed?
0: I think, I think I saw that. Yeah. On the... Ooh. yeah.
1: Is this due to COVID?
0: I actually didn't. I didn't read. I only read the headlines. I know
1: it's terrible. Oh, yeah. Well, no. Don't worry. You know, there are some. We in our small world, we can only do so much. We're not a big broadcaster yet.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's true. It's true. We only have so much, so much bandwidth, um, so much
1: bandwidth, so much time. Um, yeah. but no, it will be an interesting game, and and it, and it will be. You know, I've again. It'll be a second time I see Bristol play in London. Maybe that's the thing that I, I, I have so much love for Bristol that I, I only want to watch them when they enter within the M twenty five. So come more often. Um, but I've seen London City Lions play quite a, a few times this season, and they're a very not so difficult outfit, but they're a very competent outfit, and they've got some talented young players, just like Bristol, pretty much like many of the teams in the league. And as, and as you would have seen on any given day you know in the championship you can win or you're going to come up against the team it's going to make it extremely difficult for you what you what you won't find um with the london city lineness is, is the the basketball size or style pitch that you encountered or watched from afar with with Coventry it's grass yeah
0: yeah <laughs> I know, yeah. Thank, thank, thank goodness. Yeah, there's there is grass. Yeah, so I'm pleased I'm yeah. about that. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to sun, to Sunday's match. And actually, we're playing Crystal Palace in the Conti Cup tomorrow, and I think that will again be a really interesting contest. And will will show us comparatively how yeah you know, how we do in terms of yeah
1: and, and and if it wasn't for the fact that i i have a, a, another engagement or another zoom meeting at the same time which i am unable to get out of i would have loved to have gone to that game but you know we talked on online about the the lack of visibility for certain games and, and this game would have been really a key game for for fans to watch and it's not not been shown
0: yeah it's a real shame isn't it that that it, it is a difficult fixture to get to um, even if there wasn't you know a full stream i think having some kind of radio commentary you know even if it's like a diy there's so many options we've already talked about twitter spaces um i really hope that the club can integrate things like that in in terms of their social media output in the future perhaps having you know for, for those games where there's no live stream having things like a twitter spaces debrief at half time and you know, ten minutes after the match, just to just giving them, you know, giving the the supporters who can't go to the match because it's an eight pm kickoff, at uh, in London, you know, in is it in Dartford, not Dartford, in Bromley.
1: Bromley, I just, yeah.
0: I just couldn't make it. I know there is one very hardy Bristol City fan who is going, but he, he kind of goes to all the matches, and fair play to him, Martin Radford. We all admire you for your dedication, but just couldn't make it on on Wednesday. So yeah, it is a massive shame and just hope that the club put both clubs are very active on Twitter.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I hope so as well. I hope so. We've got comments uh from Shahan. Um not not date Shahan, just Shahan. Uh he's put poor poor. I I believe that's a reference to Bernie's uh current sleeping <laughs> sleeping position. Um and mention also uh, it says, there's going to be quite a few Bristol City fans at London City this weekend. Looking forward to finally meeting you. And it's really strange. It's not you, DM. Obviously, Shahan has met you many times. But me and I actually <laughs> thought that Shahan was at Crystal Palace. But he wasn't. It was just you and Nat, wasn't it?
0: It was. And Amy Palmer's
1: nan. Amy Palmer's nan who we met. Yeah. She's a very lovely woman. She
0: was. You know? She is. She, she is. Yeah, I'm she is. Not was.
1: Apologies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, present tense, present tense. i yeah.
0: hoping that she'll be there on Sunday because that was I, I, a big I, highlight.
1: It will be a i tell you what I find, find very interesting. It, it's going to be, I would say they're probably very similar in their in sense, the style to, to Crystal Palace. You know, they'll be up and at Bristol, and it will be about who controls the midfield. Oh, yeah. Um, both got... teams have very good defensive units yeah
0: um
1: and you know they like what i've seen of london city like they're very very well drilled and interchangeable so it for me apart from the points on the board apart from um the the possibility of bristol you know going up to second like likewise for london city lionesses it's it's one of those games you just think if you're a neutral and you 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 know both teams very very well you'd be rubbing your hands to watch this game and um It'll be it will be interesting to see how Bristol players react to a little bit of the verbal jousting that will come from the sideline because it will come.
0: Okay, Um, is that is that the fans or the um...
1: from from the fans from the fans and they, they don't have from from my knowledge from what I've seen it won't be necessarily they have a really large fan base a lot of them are obviously connected to the team. But, you know, when the ball goes out and they're close to the pitch, you, you hear them.
0: Yeah. You yeah. hear
1: them, you know. Posting. And it's it's that thing that when you only have a few within the ground, that soul voice just carries that much further. And you just go, ooh, who is that aimed at? So it's it will be interesting. So uh, for Bristol, uh, I'm, anyway, Bristol will be ready. I can't wait to watch the game. It feels like a cup final.
0: <clears as the throat> feel. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I am. Um, I am so excited about it. Just to see Bristol test themselves as well against a team who I think could, you know, definitely cause us problems and away from home as well. We haven't been as um, prolific or as good, but yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be very good. And I think that was, you know, that situation that you're describing um, potentially that will arise on the weekend. Um, I think that's what happened at Charlton as well, is that we just didn't really have. Very much support in the ground, so I think yeah. having a few of us there, as because we can be pretty vocal as well, even though there's yeah. you know a handful of us, I yeah. think hopefully we can we can support them too. Yeah, um, yeah. At Watford, it was pretty tame actually. There, there was a lovely, there are lovely crowd, lovely people. Like I loved our day at Watford. It was wonderful. Yeah. It's a lovely, lovely place to go watch football, and obviously Bernie could go. Um, but yeah, the crowds were were nice
1: yeah you know sometimes nice is great but sometimes nice doesn't get get on the su- on the other side of the players and it'll be interesting um yeah. you know before we go on i did see the other comment from there's emma's in the house emma emma we're all okay hope this is a night off for you emma <laughs> emma see see also speak to you sunday and we're all doing the whole hold the line people hold the line um make sure and we've got, i've got to find the link for that to dm so that we can to add it into tweet it out as well uh, so that everyone yeah. gets on board
0: yes, and uh, for sure.
1: share the love
0: and um so yeah and and for people who've never done hold the line before it's it's basically a it's a football phone-in, isn't it? Like a 606 style football phone-in. And much it needed is. actually. Because I think Nat in fact, when we were coming back from Watford, Nat phoned up, hold um, hold line, phoned up 606 to try yeah. and talk about how brilliant, you know, how brilliant we were. And um she was gonna get on 606, but in the and they said they were gonna have her, but in the end they they didn't call back. And I think it's it is so it's so boring actually 606 because it is just men's men's football and obviously the same kind of teams so we we do need that phone in we do in
1: we football. do we do need yeah. it and we will get it we'll make sure um oh, no, who's this um, <laughs> emma as she says i'm working and listening the best of both worlds that's the best of both worlds thank you very much uh, i hope we 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 make work easy Uh, Shahan has confirmed about the Liverpool thing. He says Liverpool's game is postponed due to Charlton playing in the FA Cup. That makes sense. That was postponed last Sunday. Liverpool will still be top of table regardless of other results this Sunday. That I had kind of gathered considering the, the, the gap between second and first in terms of points. But thank you, Shahan, for clearing that up. Um... Let's move away a little bit from Bristol, because we've given Bristol lots of love. I know, and Which is good, which is only fair, because you're here.
0: Yeah, um, thank you. And let's face it's... it, like nobody else talks about, nobody in the media, to really, apart from you, um, talks about the championship in general. I mean, I was pretty horrified, to be honest, when listening to the, um, horrified It's a bit of a strong word. I was quite, I was upset, lightly upset, by the Women's Football Weekly yesterday with the FA yeah. Cup third round yeah. just happened loads of amazing stories uh, to feature you, they could have got bridgewater united on the on the phone someone from clapton did they no they got they had like yeah. a really bright interview and it's just they don't need they don't need the signal boost do they all these CWF- no, well not really
1: no they don't they don't they don't need the signal boost but it's it's what it is you know it, it it's 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 a very strange thing i want to ask you um We can come back to that though. I want to ask you about the recent kind of conversations that's been happening around intruders on the pitch. Player safety, Mm. right? So, player safety, you know, the whole thing that happened is that player safety, Sam Kerr and the intruder. It's almost like a, you know, Enid Blyton story waiting to happen. Um, She received a yellow card for barging pitch invader. Um, you know, there was conversations around Twitter spaces or not Twitter spaces, but Twitter and social media about, you know, whether the individual had mental health problems, et cetera, et cetera, and we shouldn't jump to conclusions. And I totally get that. But from while I was watching it, I I had the impression of this, this should not be happening within the women's game because it's at such a delicate point in terms of growth and what is visual and what isn't visual and what is visible and accessible that you don't need that. Um, and then, you know, there was something in, on, in, in, on Twitter, I have to find a tweet and i apologies for not having the image for you. It's from, it was from um, Charlotte Harper from, um, the athletic. And she ran on basically said, running onto the pitch is an arrestable offense, but the man who went onto the field during Chelsea's champions league game couldn't have been arrested. And she's but why not under the law? women's games aren't deemed dedicated football matches. And I was just like, whoa. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously?
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, well, that's, it just shows you. I did see a letter from Tracy Crouch um, from the, you know, what it was the parliamentary women's football team um, saying that they had written to try and change that particular ruling yeah. And yeah, it's but it's just there's it's just a hangover isn't it from you know in other words you know women's football is not really football you know and and by extension you know kind of women aren't really people <laughs> it's kind of if you want to take it a bit a bit more extreme but that kind of lack of recognition in the law um, yeah. it's it's you know it's a hangover from the, the structural banning of women's football you know, that is just being recognised in the anniversary of the FA Cup, the, the 50th anniversary since the last FA Cup. So it's shocking, really, but not... It's shocking, but also not shocking.
1: Yeah, but... Right, OK. For me, I just thought there were certain things that could have been dealt with in terms of of, of the FA Cup, the lack of visibility in certain, certain games that were played but weren't on the FA player and then you get this incident and I'm thinking okay this is the moment where the FA are going to say something we're going to change a rule we're going to put something forward we're going to be actually kind of forward thinking and not walk around with our hands behind our back and our chin in our chest going oh what should we do we're not sure what we should do you know actually be goddamn proactive and then for, for like in 2021 mm. in a year where we have seen horrible crimes against humanity outside of sport outside of sport Mm. that you can't even get this simple thing right okay whether the individual had mental health issues we don't know that's not a conversation that has been expanded any more than it has but there is a clear sign when you go to Chelsea's ground prosecutors people will be prosecuted if you enter the pitch it's clear it's clear. It's not. It's not hidden. It's there. Mm. So why could why, why could he not be? I don't get it. Why can you not be arrested when that signs on the pitch and it's the dedicated home of Chelsea Women?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. I mean, there's, there's surely there is other. You know, there's other laws that could. You know, other grounds for arresting that person who invaded the pitch other than that particular breach of um, kind of conduct so i think it's it's like so many of these things isn't it there's always an excuse there's always a a way of oh, um displacing no. it and saying you know um we don't have the right frameworks or you know we don't yeah you know the equal pay issue in the fa cup prize money it's, there's a, there's a million excuses that people always roll out to to prevent just justice happening yeah so, but yeah it's um hopefully this unfortunate incident and obviously Sam Kerr was quite quite brave really to <laughs> to do that um, in terms of bumping that that fella who who did it um, so you know fair play to her but hopefully this issue will create a situation where there'll be frameworks in place and there won't frameworks to prevent there being excuses in the future.
1: Yeah and and, and which is what which is what we all want to see we all want to, to to kind of have in place. I, I just think that, you know, we, we talk a lot about, you know, fan engagement. We talk a lot about crowd size. We talk a lot about uh, visibility on TV. Safety has to be paramount. Safety should be, you know, safety in itself shouldn't just be about, you know, if someone comes onto the pitch, we can have a conversation. Under safeguarding as an umbrella. Under safeguarding, whether it's abuse by... Those who work in the game, those who have been, you're just safeguarding, full stop. Have a tick list of things that you need to ensure happens to prevent things from happening which shouldn't happen. And that, and that's just one of them. And I, I, you know, for me, very in a very simple way of looking at it, I just think this has been handled wrong. I think the, the conversation around what has taken place is wrong. I know Emma Hayes has said stuff, but I think just generally beyond that, there doesn't seem to be a real... I don't know, someone actually taking it and, and giving it a good shake and saying, hey, you know what? What happened here? We can't, that can't happen again. Because I I, could, I actually thought back to tennis. And I think one of the, the individuals in the crowd that actually was, you know, think of it, was it Monica Sellers? They went yeah. and stabbed her in the back. And it, yeah. it was like, mm. you know, it doesn't it's have to happen in football.
0: No, I know. And it is a different gendered context and it is slightly different. There is... There is, a, I think, you know, right to point to the example because there is, there is a certain, yeah, there's, there's a, there's a gender difference relating to, you know, to, to violence. I suppose between men and women, it's a, you know, historic. Um, so, yeah, arguably that does need to be in the in the tick in the in the checklist, the safeguarding checklist, something to just be aware of. You wouldn't want. Certainly, wouldn't want to be in a situation where that kind of thing was happening regularly, and um, I suppose in pitch invasions in men's football has often been, you know, streakers, hasn't it? <laughs> like na- oh, naked, naked, people.
1: Exactly. Well, this is the thing. There is there is this history of people running where people lose their mind, their sense of embarrassment, their abandonment. They just think, oh, I can do this now. This is my moment. I yeah, okay, I get it. But in terms of what's happening with the women's game, it's at a very, for me, a very difficult point, a very delicate point where things just need to be secure. Mm. That's all. And I just think it's very, very important for that to be in place. And, you know, I would hope um, that the powers who are involved, the powers who are interested in things like this, Take it seriously, and don't wait for something to go drastically wrong before they start going. Oh, what should we do? Let's sit down and have a ten-point plan. Or you know, it's you know, if it happens once, it can happen again. You don't need for it to escalate in terms of severity for something to go drastically wrong before you say, no, this shouldn't happen. It just shouldn't happen. Yep,
0: yeah, totally, totally.
1: Yeah. And, Sorry, uh, I'm getting on my bandwagon, in No, 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 no. Apologies. No, no, apologies. No, it's, it's,
0: it's fine. It's it's good to be passionate, and it's you know, Yeah. It's, it's about about just sometime. caring for the well-being yeah. of the of the footballers and the, and wanting the footballers to be okay and
1: yeah yeah well it just, yeah and this is this is a pre Christmas uh, pod chat so we need to be hey festive Christmas! as well Merry Christmas everybody Crimble <laughs> Merry Crimble I have to say that uh, do you know what I, I every time I go to to my local supermarket I won't say names because this podcast is not sponsored Uh I look very lingeringly at the mince pies and then I move away. I move away. Um it's temptation. It's terrible. It's terrible.
0: It's it's all right. I think you know a mince pie is 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 always yeah. is always welcome. It's always I good.
1: Think. It's always it's welcome. welcome. Yeah. Um it's always yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I'm gonna quickly uh just go over um and mention the next round of games in the championship before we go and talk about a couple of other things. Uh, next round, obviously, big weekend um, before Christmas. First game up on the 18th of December, Saturday, it's Coventry-Watford. That's a ding-dong battle, that is. It's a ding-dong battle. You know, yeah. both at the bottom, five points between them. It's like playing Penny up against the wall. Conquers, Marbles, you name it, it's winner-takes-all. I just don't know which way it's going to go.
0: Yeah, it's really... It's an exciting game, isn't it? I mean, that is yeah. going to be... Yeah, all eyes on that one. Um, so it's Coventry at home, is it?
1: It's Coventry at home, indeed. <laughs> ooh, ooh, bouncy, bouncy. Ooh. 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 Um, ooh. Yeah.
0: Without without being um, like one of the commuter twins, I'm I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna back I'm gonna back Coventry um, for that one. I think. Yeah. I think well, yeah, I, I just, should yeah, back. I, I should back Watford then. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. I
1: don't maybe, know. In all seriousness, if Coventry don't get their act together, and this is not me you know, poking their eyes in or something like that, it's it's they've assembled a really talented team and it hasn't clicked yet. You know, yeah, and I, I, I just don't understand why, and it's got to at some point, hopefully before 2022 arrives. It could be this weekend.
0: I think they were showing signs of it and saying when they played last say they did didn't look like, you know, a team. So I think oh yeah, I think at home they'll they'll definitely yeah. I thought I thought Watford looked it didn't look so great, to be honest, when when we played them either. Maybe they weren't great and we were. Mind you, they'd just been hammered, hadn't they, by Tottenham in the week. Yeah. Like absolutely yeah. smashed. And It's just terrible. It's a terrible thing to happen to you know, to any team really. It's just it's just awful. Um I can't imagine how you pick yourselves up from that kind of think yeah, I think sure will be right. They've got is it Rio Hardy? Is that her name?
1: Yeah. With yeah. Forward. She's Rio Hardy, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Good. And she's good. She's good. And we've... She's good sis. Um we've got Shahan. More more um Comments from Shahan. Thank you, Shahan. He says, Coventry did beat Watford 4-0 last Sunday in the FA Cup. I'm still wondering oh. who wrote that raunchy romantic novel that's advertised at Coventry's ground. Um, I did yeah. see the tweet. You know, yeah. I Yeah, yeah. we should, we, maybe we should all send them a message and say, can you let us know? It's just like a, you know, we need to find out please yeah uh, it's,
0: yeah it's 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 quite bad advertising isn't it um, but i can still see that woman's face like burned on my brain so it's obviously <laughs> and, um, obviously good advertising on some on some level um on a subliminal yeah.
1: level just like yeah imagery uh like let's get yeah, through the Schahan, other
0: listen, Shah, shahan as, as usual has done way more preparation than, than <laughs> <I>. <laughs> it's just, so, it's, it's
1: just like,
0: it, it, he's just plugged in
1: He's oh. just so plugged in. He's like Neo. Um, he is. He uh, is. Um, Durham, are going to. Sorry, DM.
0: No, no. I was going to say, um, and I, th- I think Coventry will beat Watford again. That's that's. Yeah.
1: I, I, honestly, I don't know. I, I could say one team and it'll go the other way. I, I really. It could probably end up a draw. Um yeah. Knowing the way, it not and a high scoring draw like three three. Um that would be it's interesting.
0: It's going to be there's going to be one of those goals where the the goalkeeper like you know kicks it and it bounces at the edge of the box and like goes <laughs> over the, the head i just i want to see one of them uh, and the it, comes <laughs> it comes
1: back <laughs> it comes back
0: it comes back uh, again
1: comes back again uh durham blackburn play uh crystal palace lewis which will be a really tough game i, mm. I was considering that game as well but but i plumped for london city Bristol. And then another really good game as well, Sheffield United versus Sunderland, who took a really heavy, um, defeat against Aston Villa in the cup. Uh, one of the games that was visible on the, on the FA player, but you know, the, this round of games before Christmas, really, really good in the championship, all, you know, interesting. And it could have got either way for all of the teams involved, um, I just don't know which way to go in terms of who will be happier out of any of the games that are there. None. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely sitting on the fence with all of those games you know. So but I know that you will predict uh for yeah. London City Lionesses. What you're gonna go for?
0: Um, oh I mean, do you know what? I'm not really sure. I'm I'm just I'm, I am actually quite yeah, I'm I'm no one be on the fence, but um I think it's gonna be an incredibly competitive game. And I'm hoping for a, a three-two thriller that Bristol, Bristol Nick Ooh. in the in the dying moments today um, with an Iva Kukan uh scrambled goal, Ava Kuken, Koiken, say her name properly, um, who, who doesn't really score, she just kind of stays in the middle of the pitch being awesome. Um I've never I've never seen a football player like her in that she's just like so in the midfield. It's incredible. It's just, she really just like stays in the midfield. Um, so, but I think that's what I'm hoping for, but I'd also take a 2-2 two, two draw, but like a ding dong, a ding dong battle would be, I think there'll be goals. It's going got to be goals for Christmas. I, I,
1: I, yeah. I, you know, 3-2 is a really good, a really good prediction. I will say this, considering both defences are quite well-organised, if it's mm. if it's if they if they score that many goals each team, it'll be a very interesting and entertaining game, that's for sure. That's for sure,
0: yeah. Lost yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. Un- unlocking of the, yeah, it's true. Our defense, our defense is astonishingly good, like the spine is of the team is brilliant, yeah. And yeah, Satara Murray and Brooke Aspin are just yeah, yeah, and yeah, but, uh, and and yeah. and they
1: have two they have two equals in the other team, uh, um. God, their names escape me. That's really bad, you know. I think Gira, Girasoli is one, and um, Bennett the other centre backs. Very good, um, but it'll be interesting battle. It'll be interesting battle right across the game, right across the pitch. It'll be definitely that. Um
0: yeah. Bring on right. Sunday. Bring on Sunday. Yay! Now, <laughs> before we go on though, just to say yeah. about Crystal Palace, because I yeah. think I was so impressed um, with Crystal Palace on the first day of the season, and yeah. I think. They've got some brilliant players. Um yeah, they do. Is, is really is great. And just like yeah. yeah. And I think if they had a full time setup, they would be yeah. challenging, wouldn't they? Right at the top.
1: They and would, basically. but I think they're there and thereabouts. They're close. They're very close. You know, they um they have some good players there and they've got some great resolve. It's gonna be very interesting in terms of the running. For the the rest of the season, that's for sure. that is for sure. Um, but I'm I'm glad you gave them a shout out because you know people will say you're a bit biased because really, you're always going to those games. But such as no, that. I, mean, I think
0: I think it's you know I think you you watch them and they're they're just they've got they've got pluck, haven't they? And they have know, and team team spirit, and you can you can see the teams. That have a really strong team spirit, and I think I think Bristol have a very strong team spirit, and it's it's a really wonderful thing. I think Crystal Palace have a very strong team spirit, and I'm sure the other team. They're, they're, those are the biggest team spirits that I've, I've yeah I've seen. So it will be <laughs> <hopefully>. <laughs> lots of other be interesting. Good yeah. team spirit. I was going to say same team spirit. Team spirit.
1: Big team spirit. It's just big team spirit. <laughs> now cheekily, I want I want to. I mean, this is something I tweeted out. I said last week, right, I was very geeky last week, I tweeted um, uh, Souls version of Marvel Universe's what if, and I posed the question, um, what if uh, Emma Hayes uh, managed or was the manager of Manchester United uh, for a bit of fun, you know, because I know, it, you know Manchester United. They like to, as a team, the fans. They want to know that people are talking about them. They're talking about them all the time. They're constantly on the verge of looking for other players, other players. Now, I, I've already, I already have a what's if for this mm-hmm. week, which is another cheeky one. It is mm-hmm. cheeky. Um, I think
0: I saw it at the start. You might have like accidentally
1: no, revealed it to me. No, no, no. But, but, do you, do you do you know who I'm going to? Who, who do you think it is?
0: No, no. You, do you want me to guess, or do you want me to? Yeah, you guess.
1: It? Guess or say what you thought. What, say what oh. you saw. It'd be interesting. I mean,
0: it was like, what if um Carla Ward was the manager?
1: Yes, <laughs> that's it. What it? I like, and I did this. I, I did this, and this is it. What if there it is? What if Carla Ward was Manchester United manager? Now I know that's a bit cheeky. Smiley face, shock, horror. But I've never seen a group of fans so blatantly flirt with another manager the way that they flirt with this manager. So I just thought, what if? Mm. What if Carla Ward was the manager of Manchester United? Would they be challenging for Champions League places? Would they be at the top of the league? Would Carla Ward have? the Manchester United way in their blood? Would it be about the academy or would there be this never-ending search for international players so that they can say that they are punching with the big boys of European football like Lyon and Barcelona and Bayern Munich and all of those other teams, let alone Chelsea? So that's my cheeky "what's what if. I know it's going to upset someone, mm. but it's just a bit of fun.
0: Not, I mean, not me. I mean, I'm I'm not remotely upset, and <laughs> I just I just live in my own red red and white universe. Um, but can you can you answer me this question, Rodney? Because I get quite confused about the Man United fans. Like, they really don't like M- Mark Skinner, do they? They don't.
1: Was any...
0: that the wrong thing to say?
1: <laughs> it's like a Scooby Doo. <laughs> I would have got away with it a few pesky kids. Um
0: but just for the layperson, can you explain? Um if you if you if you understand a note, can you explain well, I,
1: yeah, I, what it's all about? Because there is this, this affinity with um Casey who seemed to walk off into the distance like, uh, like into
0: the know, sunset to sand into the
1: sunset, you know, like the the hero finished their journey and they were returning to their small village to live out their life peacefully in their, their twilight years. Uh, Masking entered the fray and everyone was expecting something similar. I don't know, I have a feeling a lot of the fans probably would have wanted Carla immediately. Mm. I, I believe they would have actually been happier with that. Um, they spent quite a, a, a few months going to watch um, I think it was Sheffield United when she was there as manager. So I, I, I mean, I don't know. There's, there's question marks about, you know, team performance for Manchester United, which I can talk about when we just we will do a little bit of WSL. But in terms of the Manchester United fans, when I see the messages on Twitter, it's just you, you kind of like think there's such. It's almost like they can't wait for it to go wrong, for them to say right, yeah. we need a new, we need a new manager, and it's, you know. This week is is the Champions League games for, for in terms of the uh, the Women's Champions League, and when you look at the European style football and then what's happening with the WSL and the rest of the league, there are tears, and I think Manchester United, I don't even know if the club, but the fans expect them to be at the top table and think we are that good, and it takes time, it takes time, it takes investment, it takes uh, it takes a dedicated process, it takes. A philosophy and at this moment in time it is pretty much scattergun hopscotch um you know roulette table approach that we're going to take you know we're going to put money on that and then spin it and it might lo- it might work until something goes wrong and then the fans will probably say we don't want him we want someone else so you know it it's for me it's amusing to watch it mm you know because i think he's a manager he's going to be different from the previous manager you have got to have time um they don't have money and 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 if and and what will be interesting is what happens in january when the transfer window opens and and manchester united are unable to attract players because they, they think they're going to attract players because of the name mm. but you would primarily attract players if you win things and you have success under your belt and your name sometimes just isn't enough you know so yeah again you know if that upsets people tough you know as uh, my friend would say don't care not sorry <laughs> yeah there
0: certainly seems to be a lot of feelings happening in oh, uh, yeah you know that's that's why that's why i asked the question really because i was a bit yeah I was a bit confused about the the strength of the the feeling and the, the yeah the borderline vitriol as well like it's quite it's quite trolly isn't it how they feel about Mark Skinner in place
1: Well yeah I mean it's it to be honest it's it's an extension of Manchester United fans with the men's team
0: mm,
1: mm. It's just it's just the way Manchester United fans are with the men's team and it has it's been like that for quite some time it is you know sometimes It's very difficult and I feel really good now that I kind of release myself from saying I'm only following one team. I can actually enjoy going to a game and if a team loses, I can see the benefits and and the negatives and I can just analyse it and take it for what it is and not be too downbeat or or upset. I I feel I'm in a very, very good place. But I suppose when you're a fan and and you, you spend that amount of time, that amount of money, that amount of hours following creating content talking about things it becomes not so much of an obsession it just becomes you know single goal oriented but what is the goal because it's not definitive it's not fixed it it shifts and it's you know it has many different layers to it so it's it's i don't know it's very difficult but for me as as a as an observer looking on twitter sometimes i see it and i just think wow i didn't see that coming or mm. okay you know so and, and 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 I'm glad you asked the question because I don't know if I ever see anything like that anywhere else in terms of like the women's game I don't
0: mm. I would say so yeah, yeah.
1: it's yeah, just unique it's unique quite, it's unique. It is
0: quite unique but as you say the they are very active. I say they are like there's a there's a group of very active Man United yeah. who do great great content yeah, creation. Yeah, um, I like never really use that word, but um, or that phrase. But they 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 do a lot of like you know vlogging and podcasting, and which is amazing. Very good. And, yeah. Um, so yeah, it is. They do put in a lot of hours, as you say, and and they are obviously entitled to their opinion. But I suppose I was I was how unhappy they. Seem to be about Mark Skinner and, mm. um, and 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 specifically targeting it targeting it in his targeting it in his direction. But um, I'm I'm just a very casual kind of glancy person at the, the main Twitter feeds. Um, I'm not, you know, that's just a very a very distant. Observation and enough for me to say, Well, I don't understand what's happening there. So, if you can enlighten me, that would be great. And you have, yeah.
1: Me. I, I, I mean, I, I hope I've kind of made it or, or put it forward in a very straightforward and simple way uh, from the way I have seen it. But it does, there is a hint of something. I, I mean, t- take for example. You know, when we look at the leagues, just just say we look, looked at the WSL. We're gonna we're gonna actually gonna we're gonna move into WSL territory now. That's what we're doing. We're Here moving we into WSL territory.
0: I'm very much out of my comfort zone.
1: No, good. you're not very much because you, you, you talked good. about the fans and and the fans and, and, and this is an extension of my what if Carla Ward. Don't worry, guys. Next week there'll be another what if. We're just gonna roll through all of the managers. Uh, in terms of of the league, you know, we saw a really good result from reading in terms of chelsea they kept chelsea out it was it was backs against the walls it was great stuff from from reading you know and and they didn't necessarily have the best start they didn't necessarily have the best um you know sequence of 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 results but i don't remember seeing reading fans on social media going ballistic about no you know Kelly Chambers. I just, I just didn't, and I just found it really strange when you get a good or bad result, and it, for one particular team we've already mentioned, Manchester United, that there is this kind of like really strong reaction if things don't go well. Um, mm-hmm. So it is, it is, it is unique. It is very, very different. It is. Um, particular to that to that brand or that brand of or that branch of 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 the WSO and WOSO WOSO yeah. for a better word
0: and um, for, for sure I mean actually i um, talking about Reading fans when sorry that's the cat um not Bernie that's the ah <laughs> that's uh, him <laughs> doing his thing um where is it can you see him there he is um, yeah can't can't really help be helped that's
1: good that's um, good interaction excellent it's real, yeah. this is a real life pod chat.
0: it certainly is and I went to the select car leasing stadium to watch Bristol versus reading and there was one particular reading fan who sat at the front and he sang the whole way through and it was it was so it was really inspiring as somebody who has often been a bit of a lone voice singing um at football grounds um for in support of Bristol City I was like you you're a top top fella there doing that um but yeah just really you know consistent even though reading i thought were really they were poor in that game like i would say kind of spineless um in every sense um just mm. pretty just not very you know just confused uh, you know the complete opposite actually to what bristol were that evening um or what they were becoming, which is this very well-organised, very um, clearly defined roles and responsibilities within the team. But mm. uh, and, I actually, and I actually thought, when I watched that, I thought, you know, Kelly Chambers has got to go. Because yeah. um, I just thought that she's been... And having watched Reading play the first game of the season as well on telly against Man United, when they, they put up a pretty limp performance, didn't they, to be fair? Mm. Um, mm. But as you say like there hasn't been that hysteria and they pulled off that fantastic result. Um, you know, kind of goodness knows how. It's, it's one of those those results, isn't it? Where you think uh, they kind of come around every once in a while where Chelsea, where Chelsea get beaten by a fellow WSL team. But um, a brilliant... I smiled team. at that
1: moment. I'm sorry. It was that too <laughs> visible?
0: <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's great. We That's what we want. And there's definitely been more of a, you know, a punch back from a lot of the, te- a lot of the teams in the league this season. It's been a little bit more... Challenging and less um, sort of annihilation. Although there is a very clear differentiation between the top and the bottom. Um, but that goal, the goal to start was really was really good. Although the Chelsea players did back off quite a lot. Um, but big shout out again to um, the fantastic Gemma Evans, who totally had an amazing game on the weekend.
1: Yeah. Goal line clearances. Yeah.
0: what's well, great player. So. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it, it it I mean it's really strange. It's it's I looked at that game and I um, you know it was it was a really well thought out defensive setup from Reading. They that your, your low block counter attack, use pace where you can. Um and and what I found, and when you I, I compare certain games like Manchester United's game against um, who did they play? That's really escaped. That's terrible. That's that's escaped On the me. Weekend. Brighton. Just, right. Brighton, yeah. yeah, Brighton. And then you looked at the, the Reading Chelsea. What Reading did really, really well, as soon as uh, Chelsea got the ball, they 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 closed down the space. They got close to the player, made it really difficult, didn't allow the players to look up, didn't give allow them to time on the ball, um didn't necessarily dive in, you know, Chelsea players would wait if you know, wait for the player to make a move, and, and it was very much, you know, wait for your moment. Uh, when a player is a, has received the ball and has faced you up and make them make the move. But when the, the Chelsea players were receiving the ball, they got to them really quickly. So they they had a real good balance and blend in terms of what they were trying to do. A very good goal in terms of, uh, you know, to be able to, 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 to get the pass through to the Olympian roles to score great for her. People are probably going to pay more attention to her now because she's, you know, part of the Canadian um, team that, 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 won gold for in the Olympics a, a really good player but wasn't necessarily yeah. always first choice mm. wasn't always first choice in the, the Canadian team so you know her stock will rise I, I felt it was a really good solid performance from Reading which it, if you know you're going to play Chelsea and think you know it's going to be a difficult afternoon set your game plan out and this is I think what what the Reading fans because they haven't got on Kelly Chambers back or, from what we know there's still a good, a, 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 a positive feeling around the camp. There's positive feeling between the team. And you saw it in the game. You saw it in the performance. That was a big, big, big three points. Is it massive.
0: It's absolutely huge. You know, everybody looked at that result and just thought, what? Yeah. Is this happening? <laughs> Is this happening? And it's the kind of result where they are kind of once in a blue moon results, aren't they? They just kind of come yeah. out of left field. and. But ready have got history of doing that, though of playing very well. You know, occasion like in an inconsistent way, and they, yeah, they, it was it was great to see. And you know, it must have been an amazing battle being part of yeah. that Redding team, just like bringing that over the line.
1: It's, yeah, it's... <laughs> it it must it must have been bringing it up, but it must have been great. And and what's really strange, and this is something that for those who are listening, if you ever watch a WSL game. And and one of the top five teams are playing. The comment the commentators cannot help but mention that team more than anything else. In terms of a percentage, it's probably like eighty to twenty. Mm. You know, so it was constant. Chelsea going to do this. Chelsea might do that. Chelsea, 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 Chelsea. And I was just thinking, whoa, not much love for the other team. Not much, mm. not much analysis within the game to say, you know, Reading were being very resolute. Reading were being smart. They were being patient. They weren't. Diving in unnecessarily, they were wait, and I could see what they were doing, and I was thinking this is a really well-drilled team who have said, You're not beating us today. Mm-hmm. Or, we're, yeah. we're not losing this game. And that I thought that was brilliant. I thought it was good. And 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 credit to them. And you know what? Sometimes it just doesn't go your way. Um yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh, I, I need to rattle on and, and talk about the other. How can I forget no, I just mention okay,
0: to pick that up what you said rodney about yeah. um if i may just about yeah of the, course the kind of quality of the analysis of the you know the rest of the women's football leagues you know having had some insight in, into it from being in the championship and how brilliant that league is and as you say in the wsl there's just it's it's definitely seen through a, a limited number of teams like tinted glasses and um and it's and we don't even really talk about the the national league. We have no kind of there's no like regular show. we would love that. But yeah, absolutely. We we would love that. We would love that. We would love. And we
1: would love
0: it. <laughs> um, it would be fantastic. And you know that's something that's something that we really need. It's just like who are these? You know, there's a lot of lip service paid to oh, you know, the stories of the women's football and you know the personalities, but Actually, there's it's so deep. There's so, such amazing teams across those leagues, and I just obviously big shout out to Cincinnati One for doing. Yeah, of course, Do top man, top man. Um, um, doing loads of stuff there, um, but yeah, in terms of the main, you know, the mainstream media, and like maybe we're we're being like a little bit greedy in the sense of like actually, women's football is on the telly now, and we, we're kind of wanting more. But I think you know, come on, like there's so much cool stuff out there like have a bit of an imagination and a bit of respect for your audience, because the audience is just going to turn away and say, Oh, I can't be bothered with this. You're just talking about these particular teams. Like let's, you know, let's have a bit more, let's have a bit more coverage, you know? Yeah. Yes.
1: Well, it's, it's, it will be interesting to see what happens in the next round of games, especially the FA cup, Mm. which teams get prominence, which teams get viewing, which teams get the high profile, um, yeah, they've got commentators, that, yeah, you you can see what's going to happen. Um, let me. See. I'm going to skip through because I'm conscious of time. Not to belittle some of the WSLs, I'm sure it's it all very good. Um, Arsenal, you know, considering what they the results, they kicked off later. They they blasted their way through Leicester. You know, the Red Leicester. I think Leicester's Red Leicester was like Arsenal shirt. I mean, to lose a player. Uh, to go down to 10 men and then to, to to concede four goals doesn't fill me with any confidence that this team are going to survive the WSL, Um you know, unless mm. their fortunes turn around. They had a really good result in the Conti Cup group game against Manchester United, but, you know, it's back to business for them. A change of manager, um they're going to, probably have to work extremely hard over the Christmas break if they get time to work with formation and, and, and probably teamwork in the sense of bonding, Mm. because it's, it's probably not a really happy camp if you're being blitzed week in, week out, and you're not getting any, you're not even getting a point, which is Mm. difficult.
0: Well, you know, the DNA of the team is, um, yeah, is is one that just loses and it's it doesn't know how to doesn't know how to win and that's what we were like last year, you know, Bristol yeah. were like last year. It's super hard. It's, it's it's kind of miserable. But just can I say one one thing about Leicester as well? And again, this yeah. is in relation to the media coverage of of the women's game. And I was listening to the Women's Football Weekly Show yesterday because of the FA Cup um, draw and the. Uh, the, the host asked Claire Rafferty, who was who was the guest, um, this is after having um, Christy Murray on, having mm. interviewed the Birmingham player, you know, who deserved to stay up um, out of Leicester and Birmingham or who was going to win this game because they're playing, aren't they, against each other in mm. a relegation six-pointer on the weekend? Um who, who deserves it more? And Claire Rafferty was like, well, you know, Leicester deserve it more because they put more money into the into the team. And I just thought, my goodness, what a viewpoint. What an actual thing to say. I mean, she was, asked, she was kind of asked a stupid question. So fair play. She was asked a stupid question, so she gave a stupid answer. But I think it was, it just, I thought how, that's so depressing. And like everything that the poor, you know, the Birmingham team, like need our solidarity, I think. You know, the, the more than solid, anything. More than anything, and where is where is that? You know, it's like no, they they're not going to put the money into the team, and you know, so therefore they deserve to lose. But actually, there are there's human there's obviously there's humans in the Leicester <laughs> Leicester team, but I just thought how you know how depressing is that as like the dominant viewpoint from you know the kind of the financial bottom line of women's football that you can't think about you know the people who are playing I, d- I don't know what do you think about that rodney
1: no I, to, to be honest i you know i i think it's a really good point um you know i've said quite a few times that i you know in terms of growing the game that there shouldn't be relegation from the wsl this season or probably for a couple of seasons they need to inc- increase the teams i know a lot of people are talking about oh you know player fatigue I could mention an unnecessary international that all of the first team players from the top three or four teams played and you know scored twenty goals. I mean, I don't know what that does for you, but that does add miles to your your to your playing time in a in a season. But uh, you know, Birmingham have had um, a very difficult time for the last couple of years, it seems, and they need they need a little bit of support. I mean, they've hung on in there. You know, to ask the question, who deserves? I don't know it's kind of a very loaded question more than anything it's not it's not a question of compassion I would have said looking at the game that they played at the weekend when they had a really difficult game against Manchester City they showed their worth as a team they had more fight there was there was there was you know they they scored first they scored a second goal you could see that there was a sense of um you know working together fighting for one another that was there you know and, and, and Manchester City, for all of their talent and flair, they they just about get the win. And regardless of the stats to say that they had so many chances, you have to look at what the team do on the day in terms of you know how they apply themselves. And you know, to say that Leicester deserves it more than Birmingham, to be honest, the the, the league never lies. You know, Leicester were bottom for a reason. At least Birmingham have a point. And I think from what we saw. Birmingham will probably get another point. And I just don't know where Leicester are going to go unless they start to win games. And, you know, you know, DM right at the beginning, we talked about what it was like for Bristol in the WSL to lose consistently week in, week out. It's damaging to the soul. It's damaging to the fans. It kind of emotionally hits you. You can't get away from it. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't shake it. You know, I remember um, talking to Ella, Ella, Ella Mastrantonio. We were talking and and... I, I don't know if this is within the podcast when we did, or we did a little chat afterwards. And I said, what did you do for team bonding? And she said, we went to this place called a panic room in Bristol. And I thought, but you was on lockdown of all the things to go to. You know, you go to a place called a panic room. I'm like, yeah. just the name alone tells me I don't want to go there. So, you know, yeah. you know, considering everything there's just the, I don't know if that was the, the best question to pose about, uh Birmingham and Leicester but I would say from what was visible in the last round of games because you can only go game by game I would say Birmingham have fight in them there's a there's a resolve there you know yeah. and and yeah. I, I don't know if that's necessarily going to be the case for Leicester unless they get points on the board as quickly as possible
0: and, and I imagine if you're a Leicester player and you're listening to that um you know it's going to it's going to put you you know Put your nose out of joint really isn't it it's gonna give you a sense of you know there's people not people are against us but it'll give you something to prove like a point to prove and you do sometimes some people sometimes people are very motivated by that aren't they a kind of yeah a, a sense of like like resistance and rejection in the outside world and you know having needing to prove a point and i think um yeah i imagine that and that can bond teams back backs against the wall and, That's against you know, the
1: wall, indeed. And this is
0: like, you know, to be clear, I'm not saying that Leicester do deserve to go down, I think, or anything like that. I just think it's, I just thought it was a very revealing question that, and a, well, a very revealing question and a very revealing answer just in terms of how women's football, is the perception of women's football by some people who are kind of, you know, in the dominant positions. And, mm. um, yeah, I think it's... Oh it's quite depressing actually but
1: that's why well, it, it is it is i'll tell you i want to go back to the point you made earlier is i've got a comment from mr xyz08 he says someone does a weekly national league roundup on youtube i don't know who that is i would love to know who that is so mm-hmm. thank you very much for that comment sir mr xyz08 um yeah we yeah, need that. have to i'm going to have Check to google that, that. we need yeah, we will reach out to them um, and, I
0: mean, I mean, wouldn't that be great? Get that yeah. someone, whoever they are, yeah. get them on here, Rodney, and like, have, yeah. a, have a chat because I think yeah. that's the kind of thing you know we need. We need more visibility for um, th- this, these brilliant competitive football matches are happening. Yeah, By the way, I, I'm very. Yeah. I'm looking forward to playing Southampton, who are currently flying high. In this,
1: uh, um, oh, listen, there are so many good games in the next round. With the FA Cup, it's going to be interesting. I, I, I'm not sure I'm going to get to many of them or any of them. But uh, there's always, there's always the FA player and BBC Two. Fingers crossed. I'm looking over to the side. There's almost like a, a comical moment, as I know how much the the broadcasters have invested <laughs> in the women's game. Um, yeah. Well, it's just. Yeah. I mean, the FA yeah.
0: Cup is, is just. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a joke, really, isn't it? Let's face yeah. it, and it's and it's such a shame because when we were there on Sunday watching Bristol play Lewis for like the fourth time this season, um, the FA Cup does make you happy. There's something like really weird about the FA Cup as a fan that just makes you happy because it is all the, all the like the mythology about the romance. And you know, the kind of and it is a very romantic competition. And mm. I think having that, and it's a cliche to say that, and it's it's not romantic. There's nothing romantic about the the financial size of the of the prize money or everybody being out of pocket um for, for playing in it, that is unacceptable. But as a supporter, somehow that kind of strips away. And I think there's something it's it's just a shame that you know we're not we're not kind of nurturing it more as a you know the football the football powers that be aren't putting the resource into it
1: no but we are we are doing our our our, our level best which is you know not sending shock waves through the world of sport but <laughs> <laughs> we are trying i don't
0: know we are we trying have we have tonight we have
1: tonight you know i would i'm gonna say look for for the last i mean In terms of the results, you know, I did watch the Manchester United-Brighton game and I was intrigued because, you know, we talked a little bit about, you know, the love affair that the fans have with Mark Skinner. Um, And I thought, let me see what the team plays like. And it was a really good performance from the team. I thought it was a really kind of very defensive setup from Brighton to begin with. Um, It looked like Manchester United were playing with a front five. uh, Brighton were playing with a flat back five. Um, to match up. It was almost trying to catch them out on counter-attack. First 20 or so minutes, I would say that the passing was good from both teams, but I would say that Man United were quicker to the ball. They had more pace, they had more precision. They were trickier on the ball in terms of their footwork. Um, But Williams for Brighton, very steady at the back. Um, And I would say that, you know, despite being on the losing side, uh, her performance was 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 fantastic, um, but it, it it must have been draining to have been, you know, trying to stop so many attacks um, when you know they were unable to contain the passing of Manchester United in the midfield. But you know I've, I don't know if Brighton set up too defensively um, to to for this game, uh, but they just lacked punch. And you know Daniel Carter was on the bench, so it was no surprise in terms of pace. But you know it's it's very. I mean, for me, it was a, it's a it was a clear game for Man, that Man United could have won. Um, they had their chances, but it, it, it's you know I was, I was expecting a little bit more from Brighton, I suppose, in terms of their their approach to the game and their and their passing. Um, it wasn't it wasn't great, so. Um, and a lot of it, because sometimes they put themselves into trouble when they didn't need to. So, yeah. 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 I know you, you were probably busy watching something uh-huh. else, so.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Do I like I just checked out then? Uh-huh.
1: No, you know, not everyone wants to watch Manchester United. Come on. No. It's, you know, some people, oh, people are looking at and think, oh, yeah. God, really. Yeah, really, how's it, how's it
0: it? I was watching Bristol when I...
1: Exactly, exactly. Uh, I'm just going to mention the, the the other couple of games. Um, Everton um, played West Ham. I, you know, From what I saw of the highlights, Everton did really well. They looked like they were piling, piling on the pressure. Uh, West Ham were happy with a point away from home. Uh, Aston Villa, um, I did see Carla Ward's post-match comments. I uh, don't think she was mm-hmm. too happy with the result or the official, but Tottenham will be You know, super, super happy with uh, an away win, two goals for them. Um, It's all looking good in terms of certain teams. Um, Arsenal top, um, Chelsea, you know, a few points behind them. Um, Tottenham still in there, you know, third place, 17 points. It's really good. Doing really, really well. Very impressive. impressive. Very impressive. And a a very young team, Mm. um, you know, compiled and Brought together and, you know, fallen under the the spell of Rihanna Skinner. Yeah, um, very good, very good. And very, that that handball, that yeah. Zella,
0: Ayana. Um, yeah, handball is probably that face. I know it happened months ago, but I'm just just saying it's still one of the best best faces. Yeah, <laughs> one of the one of the, the guiltiest faces I've ever seen. It's me? absolutely
1: <laughs> Me. <laughs> That was brilliant. Absolutely. Oh gosh! Sorry, Emma, if
0: oh. you're
1: watching, I'm sorry, Emma. It's not, Emma, Emma's probably thinking they're not talking enough about Manchester City. What I will say about Manchester City, um, they looked really good going forward. I, I'd say that they really they could have, you know, if they'd taken their chances, they would have been, you know, well clear of 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 Birmingham in terms of goals. But Birmingham showed some resolve um manchester city didn't have the luck. Um and it's it's it was almost like a sign of how things have been for them this season where they've lacked the killer instinct in, in front of goal. Um, and yeah I don't know it's it's if they didn't get the if they've if they've only drawn that game the conversation about Their manager would have resurfaced, and it would have been more pressure on him. So to get three points against Birmingham will seem like a really, really good result. But you know, realistically, Birmingham will be far happier with that, and Manchester City will be wiping the sweat off their brow, thinking lucky escape. Wait a minute, I'm just
0: getting Bernie.
1: Whoa, Bernie! Look, just as we're coming to the end, Bernie's woken up. What the hell kind of host is this?
0: Come here, come here. Oh,
1: come here that's just unbelievable. Well, um, what are we doing? There well, there. while uh, DM is finding uh, Bernie, um, oh. we're gonna do, there's Bernie, we're gonna, where's Bernie? We're gonna, oh, there's Bernie, where's Bernie? There we go. Oh, Bernie's hey, Bernie, Bernie's the host. Bernie, Bernie, welcome, hey, Bernie welcome welcome hey, welcome um i'm going to before we wrap things up um hey. <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> emma, <laughs> no look <laughs> emma has said forgive forgiven <laughs> and uh and totally agrees with me lucky escape indeed I'm, uh, try to you know see see it through you know the right eyes, as they say, the right eyes. Uh, we have um, to, to obviously to promote, hold the line. It's happening. Uh, here it is. There it is. Twitter Space. This is it. Hold the line returns live on Twitter Spaces. Uh, please make sure you go to um, Hold the Line on Twitter. Uh, and are the contact details on on the tweet DM? Um, um
0: not on that particular graphic. Not on
1: that one no um, not on that graphic no but i mean in terms of how it's going to work on the day what are we doing are we taking it in are they going to submit questions via dm direct I message think, to you I and think, then we can allow them to speak on the day
0: um actually i've never i've never done a hold the line a uh, not uh, twi- ugh, never done a twitter spaces before so yeah uh, i don't know so like we'll I have to we'll just have to see. I think people like log in, don't they? they yeah, the they all everyone
1: logs in and and then I think once we go live we can um access it we'll have to have more than one Twitter. I think we'll have to use the Twitter on the laptops. We can always sort that out. You can tell that we've really fought this for people. Yeah, We're, absolutely. Pretty, um We are no, think, totally on top of this.
0: Yeah, I think I think ultimately you you turn up, don't you? And you <laughs> Yeah, we're uh, to the, the
1: Emira say no one knows. We're winging it, winging it, and see, winging it. Yeah. Winging it. Okay, all right. we'll just it will be it will be fine. It will. We'll be.
0: Well, you can see it on Twitter Spaces. You can join the yeah. Twitter yeah. Space and you join can the Twitter Space. Ask. You can send a message and say I want to speak.
1: Or yeah, I think you can do that within the actual Twitter Space itself. You can, you know, request to speak. Yeah. And you know we, you know, from our point of view, we can you know get yeah. you on. So please do. We want to hear from all the fans across um, as many leagues as possible, and uh, we're all going to be there. And it, it just won't be my voice or Emma's voice. Everyone's involved. Yeah. We're all behind the scenes. This is so good. It's going to be so good. So It'll good. It's going to be great. Be great. Yeah. And then right. we plug,
0: and also a, a shout out as well. After that, we're doing a Vixencast end of season mega special. We're also going to do a Twitter Spaces on the 22nd nice. of December. So we're going to yeah. You know, do a kind of wrap up of the past three games. And um, yeah, it's going to be opportunity for anyone who's ever listened to the Vixencast to come and have a chat. So, I have, Rodney. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: <laughs> I've listened yeah. to the Vixen cast, I've listened to MCW, I've listened to them all. So, there you go. I'm trying.
0: I'm hoping, I'm hoping that there will be some people who will yeah. join in, otherwise, it would just be Nat Shahan and I. But
1: which is which is fine, yeah. which is fine. It's yeah. fine, it's just a different format. It's yeah. a f- different format, it's not a problem, it doesn't matter who's there at the moment if you can listen to again and i believe you can record it as well so it's fine you can yeah. you can indeed
0: we will do all of these things
1: we will do all of these things
0: and we will see
1: you on sunday see you uh, you will see me on sunday i will see you on sunday i will see shahan on sunday i will see nat i will see bernie we're gonna watch some good football and then we're gonna see
0: bernie
1: you won't see bernie no bernie
0: no, Bernie's. Bernie's not allowed at London City.
1: No, Bernie. Okay, okay. No, Bernie. Uh, but then we will. Apart from talking, then we will be all together again on Twitter Spaces. Um, DM. It's. I have to be honest. This has been great. It's. We've gone over time. It's been. It feels like we've only been speaking for fifteen minutes.
0: So, Well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it I, does. It I feel was.
0: like I, I feel like it's been an hour and seventeen minutes and forty nine seconds.
1: Damn, you're good <laughs> um, Right, what are you going to do now For the rest of the evening, going to chill?
0: Uh, yeah, I think was, I don't know, like watch um, Like watch Masterchef or something Catch up on Masterchef
1: Yeah, uh, I'm going to watch um, I think I'm going to watch an old Episode of the X-Files, I've gone back into That, I've started season one again yeah, It's great
0: I've, I noticed, I've seen you doing that on,
1: on Yeah, Tuesday. I know How
0: great it is. It's great. It's, it, I love. It, it, I love that kind of thing, though. When you read, a, when you revisit a classic, oh, it just—it's so good, isn't
1: it? It's so good and scary still. And I look at it, I think, right. oh, "Watch this. This is," certain so, and the ideas bonkers. But that's what I'm, I'm into right now. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm watching the X Files.
0: I cannot remember. I remember watching it when I was a teenager, and I cannot remember any of the storylines apart from oh, it was Gillian Anderson and what's his yeah. name. David. David
1: Duchovny, yeah. It's, Duchovny. It's, it's, the Duchovny. yeah. It's so, honestly, it's so, good. It's so good. So good. So good stuff. Man. Right. Um, well, You're since right. we've been talking for one hour, 18 minutes and 15, 19 minutes and something seconds, I think I should release you from this torturous conversation so that you can watch. <laughs> so you can watch. Big Off. Um, right.
0: Master, master master chef,
1: master Master chef, master master chef, chef. master chef. See, I'm getting all my programs and my channels mixed up. Chef kitchen, master chef. Right, that's it from us. This was uh, on and off the pitch. I'm Rodney Cyrus. That was DM. Um, This was a a WSL FAWC pod chat. Christmas, merry crimbo, everyone. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yes. See you. Bye. Bye, Bye, Bernie. (laughs) Woof. lives, they're putting bodies on the on the line.